It's your boy Otis Stonks, and um, you're listening to On Orthodox Season 4, Episode 5, I believe. Yeah, Episode 5. Yeah, episode 5. You know, we out here, like I said, Otis Stonks, and I'm here with my fabulous co host, Kenai so James. Fabulous. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you got me sounding a little sassy, bro. Hey, a little, a little sus, a little bit, you know. But we out here, Episode 5. Five, I've been doing this for five weeks. Have we missed a week yet? I don't think so. No, we haven't. That's crazy, bro. It doesn't even feel like five weeks. It feels like like two weeks, to be honest. Actually, low key, like the fact that we're on, like week five of this, it doesn't feel like week five. That sounds like weird because obviously it's been like five weeks because we do a week like an episode a week. Yeah. But like putting it like perspective like that doesn't sound real. It doesn't at all, bro, but that just means, like, yo, spring is soon. I'm pretty sure spring is, like, next week. I swear to God. It actually is. Yeah, that's crazy. I think this is the last weekend of, of winter, and then, you know, we already went. Um, the clocks went ahead for stupid daylight savings, yo. I hate that shit, but. Uh, bro, that shit was so wild. Cause that me, was. <sighs> me, um, was it DZ and John Marco? I think it was me, DZ, and John Marco. We were playing Apex on Saturday. Literally, because Mav Mav is going. Uh, he went to Vegas already, but he's yeah. like, "Oh, I want to go to bed early just so I can pack up and shit, right? Make sure I have all my shit." I was like, "All right, bet." So it's like one. I'm like, "No, it's only one. We're still cool." I checked the time again. It's like three. I'm like, "Ah, oh, shit, it's three, fam. You should probably <laughs> dip." He's like, "Oh, true." Like we were all like still like down to play. Mm. So I go downstairs to put like uh, a bowl away in the sink, and I'm like, "Fam, why is my oven say 2 a.m.?" <laughs> so it hit me there, and I was like, "Oh shit, true, bro." I don't even know how to change my oven uh, time. Still, still, I don't know how to change my oven time. I don't, bro. Like, I was trying to change that shit, and the, the, oven, the oven started to heat up. I said, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yeah, let me not touch that. Let me just leave that so stuff." Burned his apartment down for what? It's crazy, bro. But yeah, I hate daylight savings. I, I feel like we should abolish it because what's the point? The only reason why they started that shit was because of candles and like saving. because candles. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Back in the day, because of candles, they wanted to save energy or not even energy. They had no energy. They wanted to save the use of candles or something like that. I don't even know, bro. But Oh, I actually yeah. didn't know that. Exactly. Because some, pe- some places don't even do daylight savings. So I feel like we should abolish that shit. They just keep yeah. the candles going. Yeah, that's just me though. But anyway, um, speaking of, of of candles and just apex in life, how how's your week? How was your week, bro? My week, honestly, usually I like I don't know. I feel like for the past couple weekends I've been doing something. Like um, weekend before was Brendan's birthday. Um, hey, shout out so, Brendan! Shout out Brendan! Um, but literally this weekend I did nothing. Like I was sitting in my room. I watched anime, and then um, I cleaned up my room. I was like, you know what? It's time to clean up. So I cleaned up my room, threw out like a bunch of garbage, um, cleaned up my headboard a little bit, just because uh, there's a couple of things that like 
I need per se. Like I have my tax forms up there. So like, Bro, I keep them there. Speaking of tax forms, yo, my old job didn't send me my T4. I need that shit. What the fuck? Don't kill me, but so I need that shit immediately. They Bro, I, you, clearly. I I emailed them. I said, yo, give me that. And, and like no response yet. Like <laughs> nah, I need that stuff. So it's gonna be committing major tax fraud. <laughs> you already know what found because if I don't get that shit, I was like, I was ready to do my taxes this week actually. So I was like, yo, let me get everything together. Tell me how you can go on the this is just a whole tangent. You can go on the government website, Canada Revenue Agency. And if you don't have your T4, you can see if your job submitted it to whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, that's how I that's how I did it before. Cause uh, same, I've done it one time like that, right? But tell me how, bro. I left this job in December. Tell me how. They haven't submitted it, but my new job has submitted mine for that one month I've been there. Like, what the Don't hell? Bro, no. <laughs> they're trying to finesse me. Nah, I'm going to call them. I don't even care, bro. Anyway, back to, back to you. you. Nah. Um, also, apparently, somebody told me this. I don't know how true it is, um, but he was like, the CRA might go on strike. So <laughs> he's like, you should, do your, you should do your taxes, fam. And I was like... The CRA going on strike sounds illegal, so I don't. A lie, <laughs> bro. I don't think that's actually a thing. If the CRA goes on strike, you know how much like yo people will just neglect their taxes and they don't want to do taxes anyway, bro. Exactly. You know so like, what I'm the like, hell? It's like, not, not going to rush it, but <laughs> not everybody's illegal. old money. You know that, right? Like people yeah. have to pay the taxes, so like, yeah, yeah, that's probably so, cap. I I yeah. don't think it's a thing, but who knows? Is is um. Honestly, I didn't really do much. I just kind of gamed, and uh, you know, it's it was a nice chill weekend, rather okay. than like going out and just doing a bunch of shit. So it wasn't too bad. How was your weekend? End week, if you had anything exciting going. Uh, what did I do? Uh, Spit I didn't do much. Now, nah, see, if I don't remember what I did, that means I didn't really do much. But sometimes, if I do too much, I don't remember what I did. Also, so it's a little this bit of a dilemma. Ends of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do too much, so I forget, or I do too little, and I, you know, oh, just have literally, bro. Nah, listen. I, what did I do? I watched Dayline NBC on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that was my shit. I remember back in like high school. I remember like, instead of like going out and shit, I used to like. Watch Dateline every shit. Friday. Yeah, that was my shit. I got some wings. I ordered that wings, and I I watched Dateline good episode. You feel me? Saturday, uh, I think linked up with uh, Dak and Tommy. We just played video games, bro. We played, Holy bro. Geez. Listen, I took a big L. Two K against Tommy, bro. I lost by two. You How know? you lose to Tommy, bro? He no, Tommy. Have a, I know, bro. He doesn't have a system. No, listen. Sometimes he plays nice, bro. I don't know what it is, but he's Holy. beat me like the past two times we played. So he beat me. By two, uh, and then I played Dak and Madden. Oh my god, bro, this was stupid. Listen, we went into OT. I was winning. He was beating me the whole game, but I caught up, and I was like, okay, like I was in the lead with like maybe a minute left, and he got a touchdown. So I'm like, oh shit, we gotta go to OT. And you know how stupid like NFL is with OT. It's like a coin flip. Whoever yeah. gets first position wins. So we won the freaking coin flip, and he won <laughs> the game because of that, bro. He wouldn't have won because like, oh man, stupid. I liked wow. it better when they gave you both a chance. A lie. Yo, but now it's like whoever wins the coin flip, and if they they score, then that's the so stupid. Because right? that's just like I think we talked about this before. Because I remember the Bills got got messed up last postseason, not this one, the one before, uh, the same reason. So I feel like it's just so stupid. Just like you you base your your luck on chance, and it's it's 
It's not fair, DZ fam. said this nigga sucks at video games. It's just, yo, tell DZ and it, bro. DZ can't even beat me in 2K, so I don't even understand why you're talking. Oh, we shots fired. When's the last time DZ beat me in 2K? Ask him, yo. They'll tell you. But anyway, yeah, so it was an OT game, bro. I lost that shit, but holy, like, I went home kind of disappointed still. But <laughs> <laughs> after that, next day, had ball, playoffs started, you know, single elimination. So first game was, uh, we were second seed against the... Seven seed blowout thing. You already know. Scored like scored like five points. Something late. Whatever. Um, and then next week we have semifinals and then the finals. So semifinals already. Yeah, bro, because it's three rounds, brother. So only three? Okay. Yeah, so um was gonna say, um Yeah. It's like eight teams. Yeah, it's eight teams. We have a, a whole um league. Well, our division is eight teams. So I'm hoping this team that we're playing next week, they're kind of tough because they're not really good, bro. There's just a, one guy that's kind of good, and the rest are just like they hustle. So they out rebound you. Oh, and then they okay. get the so points on transition. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. Oh, my God. Last game, like we played them, I think a few weeks ago, they beat us by like, I think like six because they were out rebounding us and we just weren't on top of our game. So I hope we beat them because everyone hates that team. They're just like a whole bunch of I white boys, bro. <laughs> no, they're just a whole bunch of white boys with like uh, flows and shit, bro. So yeah, you just wanna just just one of those people. They they're like, what's it called? Who's that guy? Ah, on Duke, that that player. He plays for the Bucks. Grayson Allen. He's like a Grayson Allen, bro. Oh, they're Grayson all, Allen type. Okay. Yeah, they're all like that. So, yeah. So we're, we want to see what happens. I'll update you guys. I'm trying to, you know, score some points. I'm I gonna like go the, in. I like these little updates, you know. The, hey, facts. Little weekly ball updates. Because listen, next week might be the last one if we don't advance, but. I want to go to the finals. I want to win this championship uh, team full of free yeah, agents. So, yeah, now I want to ring, bro. I'm ready, fam. The last game is going to be full court, too. Whew, let's go. Like, it might be a vibe, but yeah, that's all I did still. It was you just like, nah, I'm a hustle, bro. Because, like, last game, like I said, I didn't really, I was shit defensively. I ain't going to lie. Like, I don't even know. There was something in the air. Like, everyone was so gassed. So, I couldn't really, like, get any stops. I didn't get any rebounds, but, you know, I scored five points. So, it is what it is. Like, and said no stops, no rebounds. <laughs> just vibes. I got like one steal, five points, and like I think one assist, maybe two. That's about it, bro. It was light work, but I, I hit a three first three this season. You know, first my hand. three, bro. You don't you don't know my hand is fractured, fam. Oh yeah, I can't I shoot. Yeah, bro, I, I, so I don't shoot. I only shoot if I had to, but I was wide open. So I'm like, fuck. I might as well just like let it fly. So I let it fly. Spin pulled a Ben Simmons. <laughs> you know, facts for real, bro. So I usually just pass it off, but this time I let it fly. So hey, next game, I'm hoping I have a, a decent offensive game. I'm still trying to score like at least ten points. We'll see. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that concludes um our week. So let's get into the quick strike segment, um, brother. You know what to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. Okay. First thing on the docket today, WNBA. Um, they put out tickets on National Women's Day, I'm pretty sure. International Women's Day. Shout out all the women out there. You feel me? Um, they put out tickets for a game. First game going to be played in Toronto between who? Who was I think it was, um, what's the teams? Was it Phoenix? No, it's Minnesota Lynx no. versus Chicago Sky. And that's going to be I knew how it was the Lynx. I just didn't know who the other team was. I was going to say I thought it was the Mercury, but I was like, there's no shot. <laughs> Mercury. They're actually playing two games, bro. Wow. Yeah, they're playing two games. No, they're not. What? Okay. Now, nah, this is two weird. Two games in Toronto? I Wait, let me see. Sorry, guys. Let this me man see. doesn't even have the facts. 
it's, it's telling me two games, but I think that's cap. Oh no, it's only one game. Okay, it's Saturday, May thirteenth, um, Scotiabank Arena. It's a preseason game. First time WNBA is in Canada. And you already know how Canadians are, bro. If we don't have a sport, we're gonna like line up. We're gonna sell out everything. So that's why I feel like this is a good thing for people that want the WNBA in Toronto. Me personally, I would love to see the WNBA in Toronto and MLSC can afford it. So why not? Um, it's just like be a really good market for it here. Yeah, of course, bro. I feel like with women's sports, bro, women's sports, like you have like if, if the 905 can sell out games and like have like consistent like uh, people show up, why can't the WNBA? And even if they play in, in school, they're going to be playing in school, Shebek Arena, opposed to like Parliament Center in Mississauga. You feel me? So I feel like, I feel like it won't be a sellout every game, but it probably wouldn't it, be sellout every nah, game. Nah, but it would be a but playoffs it, would probably be sellout. Yeah, I feel that. And then and I feel like they'd have like a decent turnout. Yeah, they would. It's like, bro, like I said, like I support women's sports. I would show up and I feel like it's a good alternative to have when like NBA season is off for to watch, you know, basketball in the city. And it's just like, yeah, it'd be cool, man. Why not? So shout out to I think it'd the, be I think it'd be nice. It's just um I know the WNBA, because it's like a subsidiary of the NBA. Exactly. Um, would it because the WNBA struggles to like make profit. So, bro, the would thing about that, like that, really be like in their best favor. Okay, that's the reason why they haven't like expanded, you know, no. past North America. Not, we're in North America, past America because of like that stuff. Because you know they don't fly private; they're they're flying like, I'm pretty sure they they fly like economy, bro, and that's crazy. And it's just a whole bunch of things that they have to deal with. So. There's a whole bunch of reasons why they haven't expanded here, but I just feel like, you know, they'll get a feel out of it and just be like, okay, it could work. It could not work. I feel like it would work regardless. So we'll yeah. see what I go on, bro. We'll see what I go on. So we'll yeah, Should that's that. Should be very nice. Um, Next topic, uh, Drake. Drake and 21 Savage have... Drake? <laughs> Drake has announced his uh, 2023 North American tour with 21 Savage. It's called It's a All a Blur, a Blur my bad, tour. Um, 29-day arena tour this summer with two Canadian stops being Montreal and Vancouver, Toronto, TBD. Because obviously it's going to be OVO Fest. You already know what one. Bro, and that's so annoying. I'll be Bro, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I was having this conversation with my sister, bro. I hate this shit so bad because you know how it is with OVO Fest. And most It's going to be a hassle. Bro, they can't. For compared to, listen, compared to ACC or Rogers Center, Molson can't support that many people. That's why it's so hard to get these freaking tickets. And they just place everybody in the uh was it lawn seats or whatever you know how much it was last you know how much it was last year so i hate this shit bro okay i actually hate it because i want to see this i want to go i haven't seen the drake show since pre-covid i think 2018 maybe yeah i was actually like talking to someone and i was like yo what if i just like flew somewhere else and like caught caught the concert there um why not but listen in montreal i might actually do that if they have a a tour stop July 14th in Montreal, Vancouver on the 28th. So, like, it could be done. Honestly, I might do that. Montreal is very doable. I would literally take the bus to Montreal. I'll drive to Montreal. I'll do whatever to get to Montreal. If I have to, you know, spend less money on tickets than I would in the city, why not? And, I mean, you could probably just stay in Montreal for a bit. Chill for the of, weekend, course. Right? of course. Of so. course. 
It might be the next month, actually. So yeah, yeah, buddy. You really know. Shout out Montreal. I love all my people in Montreal. If you, you have but zero yeah. people in Montreal. Are you dumb? <laughs> yeah. Ask about me in the streets of Montreal. They'll tell you. Stuff. All right, next time I will. I like, bet bet. Odie who? Allah who? Now ask who? them. Actually, you know what's crazy? Uh, pre-sale for these tickets go on sale tomorrow, fifteenth um, of March. So oh. people be on their p's and q's if you want it. General sales on the seventeenth. Maybe I'll try on the seventeenth. I want to. Actually, we'll try for um. Regular Montreal or Montreal? Yeah, why not, bro? But um, I wonder twenty one's gonna get into the country though, because he can't leave. It's not even because of like he can't leave because of all that like his visa issues. So he can't like if he leaves America, he's not getting back Will he in. Be able to get back in. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's probably just gonna be Drake with his like Canadian stop. So he better bring out a special guest or something. But I mean, that's cool. Looking forward to that if we get to go. But you know where I'm going. Anyway, you know what's crazy? Um, this is random as hell. But there was um, Rolling Loud in Cali, I think, last week yeah. or the week before. Not last week, but the week before. Yeah, the week before. And I was just seeing all the videos on like uh, Instagram and TikTok, and it just made me reminisce about Rolling Our Loud. Rolling Loud experience. Yes, sir. Next bro, year, my, we're back in that, bro. My, I, it's actually crazy that you mentioned that because um, one of my friends at the gym, he walks up to me, he's like, it entirely like random but he's like yeah i'm moving i'm like no <laughs> shot so this was like two weeks ago so like no shot so i ignored him and then today he's like bro i leave tomorrow i'll see you at rolling loud i was like what are you <laughs> talking about <laughs> so that was dead ass serious and i was like okay i'll see you i'd even like when you just said i'll see you at rolling loud i was like damn i was like bet all right we'll be at rolling loud together it'll be lit um but it's funny that you're saying that because this is like the second time I've had Rolling Loud mentioned today, and I it's it can't be coincidental, you know. Facts, nah, that shit was fun, bro. That shit was lit. That was fun. Like it was a little discombobulated, a little bit here and there, but at the end of the day, it was cool. Little yeah, vibe. She was. She was cool. Yeah. I'll never forgive Uzi, but I forgave him. Oh, bro. <laughs> I don't know if I forgive him yet, still because that's just. Snake. I forgave him. I don't know, bro. I saw the rocks a beggar. A lie? Like, ugh, you're right. Uh, I'll allow him for now, but it is for what now. it is. For, for now. now. Okay, next on the docket list, um, parlays. Let's talk about parlays because... Betting in I, general. Really. Betting in general, yes. Because I've just recently been into parlays, and I always lose my parlays. But, you know, okay. I bet small. You can't, I, you can't make crazy parlays. Bro, I, have a, I, have I make crazy parlays, bro. I I knew you would because he does the same thing, and he he always tells me he loses, but he'll go on like a really lucky streak. So he'll bet like, but he bets like, I don't know if it's larger sums you consider it, but I I'm not willing to bet like a hundred bucks. No, absolutely not. Sense. Absolutely, so he'll bet not. like. 20 on one thing, 20 on... And this is, like, all in a day. 20 on one thing, 20 on another thing. Yes. They'll do, like, multiple parlays, but it adds up to, like, 100 at the end of the day. And they'll show me. And he's hilarious, because one week he'll be on, he'll hit everything. So he's got, like, what? I think he, last weekend, or maybe this weekend that just passed, he made 400. But because Jeez. he did it on his girl's account, too... He had to split it with her. Ah. <laughs> so he, he split 200, 200. He was cheese. He's like, bro, 
which that was my buddy. <laughs> but um, the week before that, right, he lost like, I think he lost like two bills. So he kind of made it back. And I was like, bro, that's crazy. You have terrible luck. So now listen, the thing about parlays of me, me personally, I've only deposited of my own money so far. I've only deposited, uh, I think, thirty dollars, and that was up one time only like twenty five dollars. I think I was up to like fifty something, maybe sixty. But the thing I do is I do a whole bunch of little uh, parlays on the side, so oh, I bet yeah, like five dollars yeah. here, you get five three dollars here. here, ten dollars here, All and right. they're crazy. It could be crazy returns, but it's just outrageous because you're not gonna hit on them. But one time I was yeah. very close. I needed two more, and I would have hit on it. And I would have made like four hundred dollars, but. Yeah, that's what I do, bro. I just do the little ones. So it's like, I mean, I'm betting and I'm gambling, but I'm not really using money. Like, I'm, I'm making not, this money stretch yeah. a long way. You feel me? Because Like, that's what I, I did. Like, I yeah. started with, like, 20. I think I went up to, like, 100 and something. And I've, I do the same shit. Like, it's just, like, small bets here and there. But, like, I'm not using... From the 20, I've already doubled that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's like... It's I think that's a proper way to play, bro. I feel like that's the that's the ethical way to to bet, you know, without you know being but when obsessive you do those with bigger it. bets. That's when you like mm. realistically, if we bet like say I bet ten and I make four dollars off that bet, if I bet a hundred, I would make forty. If I bet a thousand, okay. Make, see, you listen, know what I mean? brother, I, that. That's funny you say that because when I make these outlandish like bets and stuff, I'll do like maybe one or two bets that are like obviously favorable for me. Like say if the Milwaukee Bucks are playing like the Detroit Pistons, I'm going to be like, okay, let's bet uh, $20 on Milwaukee. The return is going to be $4. So it's like nothing like that, right? Yeah. But it's just like I know I'm going to lose a whole bunch of shit. So I want to at least get some money even if it's a little bit here I and there, it. you know, yeah. before I had to re-up. But yeah, so – yeah, parlays are interesting, but you know, on the topic of parlays, you think before uh, we get into it, um, WWE announced that they are they're talking to a firm because they want to, you know, monetize. Not really monetize. They want to uh, tap in with the parlays. So um, this is funny because it's predetermined, right? So it they had to do. <laughs> bro, they imagine doing parlays, bro. On WWE, it's like, yo, John Cena's gonna get the W against this guy, you know? But um, the way they have to do it is because, like, they can leak your the, you the leak results. Who would win, right? Exactly. So, like, so th- that's why they're talking with the firm because they want to. They're gonna like do a thing where the bookers won't tell the, the superstars who's gonna win. Um, like before they go on, that's when they're gonna tell them. So yeah, that's the only way you can do it. I mean, they already do it like that sometimes for some matches, but um, just to be fair for the general public, and so there's no no controversy with that. So yeah, interesting. It's crazy, bro. Very interesting to see just because, like, if it even gets out, right? Like, if it gets out and then, like, mid-match, you're sitting there and you're like, you could still, like, for a bunch of... Oh, yeah, you can switch it, yeah. Switch, like, mid-match. Like, you can bet on whatever. You can bet on, like, say the Bucks, like, Giannis gets hurt or some shit, and then they're playing, like, um, a really good team. You can, like, literally bet on whatever other team afterwards mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like how how will they be able to decide like whether or not you can change your bets and shit like that it'll be interesting to see how they try and implement it yeah um, so I, I, I mean, i'm not really like we'll see where it goes 
with it. Like, I'm not like excited or looking forward to it, just because like I'm not. Crazy I'm a bet for fun. WWE, but like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if me personally, like back in the day, if I was like, you know what, Rey Mysterio has a match, <laughs> I'm gonna bet on Rey Mysterio because that's my guy. Yeah, he still be wrestling, bro. You gonna even fight his son at WrestleMania? So yo, relax. I, I saw a clip on Twitter. Um, really quickly, I don't like um the how Twitter's now become kind of like TikTok with the For You page. Cause Bro, okay. Listen. <laughs> no, no, okay, okay, okay. Listen, listen. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I be tapping into For You section on Twitter and not the following section. I have not tapped into the following section in some in quite some time. Bro, I haven't. I don't go to the following section just because it's like I follow like you guys and like a couple other pages. But like mm-hmm. I go to, they changed For You. You know what I mean? So it's like now it's like, before it'd be like recommended tweets because of yeah, you like this, and it it'd be every so often. But now it's like most of my feed is just like a bunch of recommended tweets. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much I like that. See, okay, mine is like I don't know. I feel like for you, kind of was like similar to what we had prior because I still see it some was, of my following. But it's not a, I don't see my following. Enough, really, that's crazy. Anyway. No, I see my following quite a bit. So when I just go on following, I feel like I'm not seeing Twitter as active as it should be. You feel me? I guess. So that I don't know. Sense. Yeah, I probably so, just be a follower show on Twitter then. Yeah, low key. So like, I'm right now. I'm, I'm actually gonna test it out. I'm gonna be on my following for the next day just to see how that works and see if see I like it, it better. But right. yeah, okay. Back to back to our subject. Um, parlay, good or bad for for sports or for people in general. I think when people, like, when Kyrie was at the game and he was talking shit to whoever because he was like, yo, like, I'm not messing up your parlay. That's your own problem. Yeah. Um, I think people take it out on the athlete too much because, mm-hmm. like, they're not. <laughs> bro, you can't bet Kyrie's going to get at least 20 and then be mad at Kyrie because something happened or he just had the off night and he couldn't get 20 you know what I mean? bro but the thing is is it's their job like if you if you're getting paid that much money it's the other team's job to stop Kyrie from scoring 20 points <laughs> you feel exactly. me like, you know like what, what the like hell it's literally in their job description because they're gonna want to go out to win games and if their win condition for the game is like limiting Kyrie <laughs> they're gonna go out and limit <laughs> Kyrie if yeah. anything like this is kind of what I mean. You should kind of like peep game and like be aware. Like my manager, when she would bet, uh, she would like watch the game and see how it's going. She would never bet at the beginning of a game. Really? She'd see like the ebb and flow mm. of the game. And then um, from there, she'd like place her bets. Okay, like this player is going to get like whatever. Um, this player is going to get a certain amount of rebounds. This team's going to win. Like you just got like. That's a smart woman flow, still. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. So she would never, she would never bet immediately. She'll bet like maybe after like during the second quarter or around like halftime. She'd be like, okay, this is kind of where the momentum is. Mm-hmm. That's this is gonna be the result. And she's made quite a bit of money off of it. So I might just tap into that, bro. Honestly, got Just gotta. It's stressful though because you have to watch but, the game, <laughs> but also. Listen, but when that happens, like let's say Raptors game's on right now. Let's say Pascal has, let's just, I, I don't know what he has right now. Let's say he has like 15 points. Yeah. If I bet he's going to score 25 points, doesn't the betting odd go up a little bit so I get less of a return? They change. You get less return, but it's 
you're more guaranteed that return, right? True. Rather yeah. than if you you bet like at the beginning of the game and then at halftime, he has five points. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. You're guaranteeing okay, yeah. yourself something as you'll get less, but in the long run, your your odds of like hitting will be higher. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know that makes sense. Okay. So. Okay, but um. Yeah, I feel like um, in regards to like betting and stuff, people just got to chill out because people are like these athletes are human beings, too. They're not just there for your entertainment and for you to make money. You feel me? Obviously, it feels great when you hit on a parlay like you're through the roof. I get it. But there was a uh, a tweet that somebody slid into Terry Rozier's DMs and was like, <laughs> he's like, yo, I want to beat your ass. I'm going to be there the next game. You made me lose my parlay. And then Terry Rozier's like, pull up, I'll fuck you up, you know? So I was just yeah. kind of like, don't talk crazy to these people just because like they mess up your money. You're the one, like, no one told you, know you to one, go bet. No one told you that. So. Exactly. So It's entirely yeah. your choice at the end of the day. Yeah, so there's pros and cons for it, but I don't know. I feel, I feel like sports betting is cool. I feel like it's booming right now. It should have happened. Like, people already, people throughout the history of time have always bet on sports anyway, so... It's yeah, just so. a way to monetize it and, like, you know, all these companies make money off it. But, yeah, that's that's that. But If it, that, if it improves your enjoyment of the game, then why not, right? So mm-hmm. Ain't wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's your money. Spend just it how you want. Gamble responsibly, I guess. Always gamble responsibly. <sighs> I'm fucking hell. Always gamble, <laughs> always gamble responsibly, people, because hey, that's addicting, bro. It's it's you, before you go on the app, it says, "Are you in the right mind to gamble right now?" It literally it's, does, bro. It's yeah, like, bro. are you in the right mind? And I'm like, I would be on the app. Right <laughs> oh, like, what are you dealing with? But that, bro, that you get drunk the first thing you think. I crazy, got crazy, <laughs> literally, bro. At but, that point, you're addicted, but you know. And there's people like that. People be. I, I don't doubt it. I'll be <laughs> people are like, yo, I don't want to get into it, but people just be addicted to that shit. But anyway, I know a few stories. I ain't gonna expose. Um, Damn. <laughs> I guess that concludes the the quick strike segment. Let's get into the main topic today for today's episode. And I thought of this topic, and I thought, yo, it'd be a great thing to talk about because um, it's just very interesting, and I want to have, I want to like see what. We're going to have some discussion about it. Yeah, discussions on it. So uh, the conversation is about uh, uh, using the term falling off too loosely um, in music. This is what we're talking about. We could also talk about other medias with it too. You feel me? Like think about it like actors that fell off or whatever. But in this topic, I want to discuss. We can talk about actors too. You can talk about TV shows too, bro. Think about it. Like one season be hidden, next season is not. But um um this this topic was loosely based off like you know musicians specifically rappers um following off and people using that term too loosely because i feel like rap is the only genre that is so saturated like constantly putting out new music where that can be associated with like people falling off if they don't put out a good project you know whereas with like i don't know how it is in other genres like R&B too. R&B it's a little hmm if you're Chris Brown <laughs> you're going to put out like 100 songs you feel me but some artists will actually wait like a few years before they put out their music which like I feel like bodes well for them but I don't know about like rock and roll or country I don't know how often they put out albums and if, if that can be associated the same terms could be associated with like falling off with like hip hop and R&B and rap but I don't know I what are you 
So what are your thoughts on this? Obviously, like I said, I feel like it's based off just, you know, the music being too saturated in the genre. It's just I so think, much coming out. I think it it does uh, relate to the genre being so saturated. Because if you think about it, like, there are so many artists and there are so many, like, underground artists and, like, it's just a lot. There's a lot always going on in rap. Like the fact that like mm-hmm. um, we, I went to the rap season page before we even started this, and like every well most Fridays they didn't do it last Friday, but they have like a a section or a post. I don't know why I said section. It's just <laughs> kind of like R and B, hip hop, and like rap albums and songs that drop, and like. The fact that they do this like almost every Friday and then you compete from there, it shows how much really like how much music really comes out in the mm-hmm. genre. Um, I just feel like it's the only genre that like has so much music always dropping. Okay. Like even like if you think about it, like pop artists, they don't drop like crazy often, right? Or kind of like Beyonce, for example. Um, Beyonce dropping like once every five years, brother. Exactly. And then like we're never gonna really say Kendrick fell off, because Kendrick kind of drops on like a basis that um Beyonce drops, right? So it's mm-hmm. like I feel like now that we've come into like uh <clears throat> like a age where you gotta stay relevant, uh because of the oversaturation, because you need to stay relevant. As soon as you try something new or as soon as you become like kind of old because you've been doing the same thing for a little while, everyone's just kind of like, oh, you fell off. Um, Mm. And I I think this is like a perfect example. Um, So my coworker was like, oh, I like a a boogie. I was at his show or his whatever he did. It was like a pop up in Toronto. Mm. I was like, I don't really mess with a boogie. Um, I liked early A Boogie, but I don't really like A Boogie now. So mm-hmm. I went around and I asked people. And they're like, a couple people were like, A Boogie's cool. All the girls asked were like, I like A Boogie. Of course for they obvious did. obvious reasons. <laughs> um, so all girls liked A Boogie. And then, <clears throat> like, here and there, guys were like, yeah, he's cool. Or like, you know, I messed with uh, older A Boogie. I was like, all right. Um, and I don't think that's like, necessarily his fault per se but mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like he has he has a particular style and then other artists kind of picked up on that and adapted to that so they like it's kind of like we're getting the same thing from multiple artists yeah i think that's why there's so much like oversaturation and like we think people fell off because I I'll be I'll be honest I was with the camp that was like oh I don't really like a boogie, um, <laughs> I just moved my whole desk holy shit holy. Um, so I was like I don't really like a boogie, <clears throat> but that's because I think uh, I I think Lil TJ does what a boogie does in a different way, but I prefer the way Lil TJ does it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I think it's that. There's just a lot of similarities in the genre, which causes us to be like, okay, this is kind of old now. Um, so we think people fell off, when in reality, it's just 
there's so much going on that they just haven't adapted per se. I feel you. See, uh, my What's opinions opinion? on this, I, I feel you on that 100%. See, I would even go a little further and also say I feel like, you know, just streaming services have an impact on how much an artist wants to drop and is willing to drop per per year or per month or whatever. Because obviously with the algorithm and just with how like you get paid and how you monetize your music, I feel like it's obviously more beneficial to like, you know, put out a whole bunch of shit onto streaming um, services just to get those streams up and, you know, make money like that. And also it's a way to stay relevant, obviously, because if you think about a lot of the stuff, I feel like these rappers are like falling off and stuff is because they're putting out stuff that's in the stash, bro. They're putting out things that, you know, maybe are not album album worthy, but they're just putting out to put out. So a lot of Lucy's and stuff like that. And I feel like that, has an impact on the genre as a whole because people are going to look at rap and be like, oh, you know how the old heads are always like, oh, rap fell off because it doesn't have as yes. much substance as it used to have. And I feel like this is the reason why because artists are just releasing shit to release shit and it's just like kind of hurting the the product as a whole. And I feel like it's unfortunate because you're going to have rappers like, you know, even people are saying Drake is falling off because he, how many, he put out what, three projects last year, maybe two? Um, think about that two projects last year and when's the last time drake ever put out two projects bro he doesn't do that he was on hella features too right whereas you you know compare him with kendrick lamar who put out one album every four or five years and it's just like it's crazy or even think about it bro it's all it's like a difference like playboy cardi he's the only artist that's like in between he puts out a lot of music but he doesn't put out a lot of music Cardi has a lot of shit that got leaked. That's why there's so yeah, much I Cardi say, music. I feel like out. a lot of his shit gets leaked. Yeah, so he's not putting it out on purpose. It's like by accident it's coming out. So realistically, Cardi's dropping like every other year or so. He's on a feature here and there, but he's not really dropping like that. And then there's Kanye. He's saturated like music a lot. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't. So it's shit like that, bro. And I feel like there has to be like a good in between. Like I get, I like I said, I get why certain artists drop and I get why they don't. But there needs to be like a status quo. There needs to be something like in between, a good middle, just so we don't have these conversations about certain artists or people falling off because I don't feel like it's fair to them, but also they're doing it to themselves. So I don't know. I don't <clears throat> kind of like a a tangent a little bit. It's kind of related, um, but I guess it's more so the Lil Yachty with like his album, right? With like his most recent one. Yeah. Um, he said that all of his stuff before this didn't really count, bro. Okay, listen. He doesn't want to be like labeled as like a mumble rapper or whatever. I think he said that so that people don't really think oh yadi fell off because um they didn't like this album but they liked um, hmm. interesting album. interesting i was gonna say i didn't like how he said that because obviously all of his music obviously you can tell what was just put out just to put out and what like some of his songs were good bro i feel like some of his albums were decent like for me at least i remember the one that came out in i think 2019 I like that one, or it was 2020, I forget. I like that album, and it's like, I, I was kind of like offended when he said that. I said, bro, what are you saying? Like, I get you yeah, want to like... I, I get you want to like diversify yourself, but by yeah. by basically discrediting the whole rap genre and being like, everything before this doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it takes away from your fans that you had before, right? Exactly. Like, and think about saying, this. 
Yeah. Think about this. His new album was so different. It's not considered rap. So it's alternative. So he's like saying. A, yeah. So what he's basically saying is like a a general, you know, um, straight to the bones like rap album is as compared to like an alternative album. If you're not experimenting with your music, that's what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get the I get the desire to want to experiment with your music, but I don't think you should you wanting to experiment should discredit your whole previous discography. Exactly. Just just think of it of like evolution, bro. Just think about okay, this is like who I am now and like obviously I was who I was before. I'm not gonna say my shit was ass, but you know, this is me now, so I'm gonna tap into it. Hope you guys enjoy it. That's all you gotta say. I don't gotta be like, oh yeah, that shit was doesn't count, blah blah blah. Come on, bro. You're just dissing at that point, so it's like I, I don't know. I I feel the same way, um, and I feel like he kind of said that to avoid being like, "Oh yeah, you fell off." Yeah, which hundred percent. I, I don't know. It. I feel like we share the same sentiment about it. Which, we do. We do. Yeah. Uh, I I I feel like I don't know, man. I I feel like. I love rap. Obviously, rap is my favorite genre. I don't want people like i don't want people outside of like the target audience of rap to like you know associate rap with like bad music because that's not what it is and like you know it hurts me when people say rap shit right now or it's not the same blah 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 because it's not it depends what you listen to and i feel like that's how it is with every genre like there could be some shit country music not all of it's good it could be some shit rock and roll music you know what i'm saying so I just feel like it's not fair to the genre, but the artists themselves, they, they've done it. I feel like since like, you know, Young Thug and Future, gonna, they drop like crazy, bro. So I just feel like it's a standard now for people just to drop as frequently as they did because they changed the game as, uh, you know, if you think about it, think about like early 2010s, bro, like 20, 2014, 15, when Young Thug and, and Future just dropping bare music. And it's kind of weird. Shit, right? It was new, bro. And it was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Like he's on his roll right now. He's never going to stop. He's like, he's the top of his game right now. And then like, obviously it, it did well. So people are trying to emulate what they did and, and trying to do it nowadays, but they don't have the substance to, to make up for it. So that's where I want to also point out that, like, it's not like everything Future dropped was, like, earth-shattering. You know what I mean? Like, Future dropped some trash here and there, too. So it's, like, I think for him it was more so just, like, he was kind of, like, a a young thug, too. They were just kind of, like, workhorses. And, like, as much as people were, like, okay, we didn't like this, they'd still be, like, all right, bet. I'm just going to put something else, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Not for, like... Not for the point of just putting it out. They were just like they were just working that hard that they were like, because it's it. No one ever says Young Thug or like Future fell off, right? Of course not. No. So it's just kind of different. Actually, Whereas, you know like, what? I've heard I've heard people say Young Thug fell off at one point. Really? I think it was like 2018. He he released um, what was the album, bro? He released an album in 2018. People weren't really rocking with it as much. Um, really I'll look it up. It was the white with the white cover. Uh, let me go to his album. Hold up, hold up. White cover, uh, Jeffrey? No, uh, it was slime language. I don't feel like people didn't really rock with that that much. Oh, I liked it. It was all. I mean, it was all right. There was some like I liked um 
his albums before. I like Super Slimy was cool, and then Beautiful Thugger Girls, Girls was cool, but I didn't really like um, Slime Language. And then obviously he he put out um, So Much Fun, which changed the whole game because that was the best album of 2019, in my opinion. But hey, fair, fair, fair. But I don't know. Let, let, let's, let us know your opinion, guys, because, you know, we go on days about this and it's just like everyone has different opinions about it. And I just feel like it's not fair to the genre. I, I want the genre to be respected more as than what it's subjected to. But it's on the artist to, you know, not drop so consistently. And I think also drop saying an artist fell off is subjective. Like 100%. I don't. I wouldn't say a boogie fell off. I'd just say I don't really like him now. Um, Fair, because he does this. It's not like he he's selling. I don't know his sales. I'll be real. <laughs> um, I don't think he'll he's selling less. But it's just I'm not like I'm not looking out for him right now. You know what I mean? I feel Whereas you, other but... people are looking out for him. So it's like, yeah, he didn't fall off because people started looking out for him. But he didn't. Maybe. Uh, did he stagnate? We could say that. You could say he know. stagnated, but that's still also very subjective. You feel me? One hundred percent. But I feel like stagnated is less subjective because it's like stagnation is just not changing. Yeah, stagnation is like staying the same. So like, I'll be I'll be real. I listened to his album and he, like it sounds like like hey boogie. You know? <laughs> yeah, so it's not it's not like he's like tried to revolutionize himself or change the game or anything it's just it's a boogie mm-hmm. right so yeah you know what to uh, expect with a boogie yeah it was a co- i'll be honest there were a couple cool songs on it so hmm. i don't think he fell off it's just i wasn't really looking for him before because i'm used to his style so i wasn't really you know seeking out more of the same thing i feel you so, yeah that's fair that's fair honestly I rate that. Anyway, um, yeah, guys, let us know what you feel. At the end of the day, everything is subjective. Everything is your own opinions and your views. So don't take it to heart what we say. If you don't agree, you don't agree. If you agree, you agree. It is what it and is. Honestly, if you want to have a discussion about it, we'd love to. Why yes, not? I would I would welcome that with open arms. But you already know, Wagwan. Um, let's wrap this episode up because my dog is wilding. <laughs> I wanted to say something earlier. Bro. <laughs> I, was like, you know, we... <laughs> I was trying to, every time she was talking, I was trying to mute the mic or barking. My bad, not talking, but she annoyed. Anyway, um, question of the day to end things yes, off. Um, if you go to a new city or a country, are you checking in? I'll be honest. Um, I'm not really gang affiliated. Like <laughs> so... <laughs> I will check in with my my family if I'm yes, going sir. to Jamaica, with my dad if I'm going to the States, whatever family I have. Mm. I'm not checking in with nobody, bro. Say word. So you're saying if you're going to Cambridge right now, you're not checking in with John Marco. John Marco ain't even there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking uh, in with John Marco or DZ, bro. I got checked in with DZ. If DZ catches you on road without checking in, it might be issues, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Holy DZ ain't doing anything. <laughs> but not checking in bro i feel like the whole thing about that is just like if you're a gangster you check in if you're a, a normal civilian you don't have to check in so let's calm down <laughs> with all this checking in shit bro because i ain't checking in for shit but that's just, just a guy bro <laughs> i'll lie i mean i am that guy but i am just at the end of the day a guy feel me but anyway peace and blessings y'all we out <laughs>